the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means Survivor, Super Contest, and Squares at MyBookie.ag. Winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice! It is time to celebrate NFL season and, you know, NBA playoffs, too. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks. Win big. Collect your cash. Come on. Anybody can figure that out. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at mybookie.ag. Hello and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. Make sure to check out our NBA picks every day at sportsgamblingpodcast.com along with lots of other great editorial that I have been working my ass off to make sure gets up on this site every day this month. I am joined by my co-host, Zach Broner. How's it going, my man? It's going good, and uh, it's funny, I... I'm not sure if you know this, so maybe you you might change your Gmail settings after this, but I can see some of your events when they conflict with uh, the podcast, or they're around the podcast. So, McKee had a planned world domination meeting today. I did. <laughs> At 1 p.m., so, you know, if that lets you know how confident he is in his picks recently... Uh, and he's been grinding on the site, so shout out to you for that. <laughs> well, uh, I you know I'll definitely have to double check my calendar settings after that, and I'm <laughs> glad it wasn't a more uh, like embarrassing thing, like weird sex thing night. Or Nine whatever. p.m. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, that's what my wife and I plan, weird sex thing nights every <laughs> once in a while. That was actually not my meeting plan. That was Ryan Kramer of Sports Gambling Podcast. I had a, I had a meeting with uh, Ryan Kramer and Sean Green, the, the, the bosses of this whole outfit, to just talk strategy for uh, of editorial for the football season, which actually is starting next week, which, crazy enough, uh, has really snuck up on just about everybody. Everybody's been saying the same thing, like, wow, I cannot believe it's already football season i know you had a dynasty draft last night how did it go it went solid uh i got so our league's a little weird where you kind of lock up guys on long-term deals so i got jonathan taylor or jk dobbins so excited about those um you know i i i have to say i, I usually have a problem in fancy drafts where i get too cute um oh, down yeah. the stretch you know that happens similar to me. my similar to my wizards culture you know i have yeah. a soft spot for just kind of, you know, locker room guys down the stretch. So, you know, you I go reach... for the you go for the sexy picks rather than the solid picks. You, yeah, you exactly. The, the... And I, I so I do have Andy Isabella on my roster. I know you're a Cardinals oh, yeah. fan. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I actually have my very first uh, dynasty draft ever on this Saturday, 
And uh, in the mocks that I've been doing, I think I've gotten Andy Isabel in every single mock I've done. So yeah, this is this will be like a startup uh, dynasty super flex league. So uh, I'm excited about That's that, awesome. and I feel like I'm gonna get my ass whooped, but. Uh, it's because I only think of basketball, and that's what we should be talking about right now is all about NBA gambling. Um, we're here to preview Saturday's games, uh, the Celtics Raptors and the Clippers Nuggets, uh, and those were the games last night. So we're going to start by recapping that insane Clippers Raptors game where it really seemed like the Clippers were in control Celtics, of Celtics. most of the game, and the Raptors came back. Yeah, Celtics, not Clippers. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but those those yeah. C names, you know what I mean. No, I knew what you meant. Just want to clarify for the uh, you know <laughs> yeah. NBA gambling enthusiast community out there. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I talk bad. Um, but yeah, crazy game. And look, I mean, the Celtics were. We're about a half second, I guess they were exactly a half second away from going up 3-0. But look, if you, if you if you give up an open jumper in that situation, you deserve to lose. I mean, they, they left the door open and OG got a got he didn't get a great look off. But, you know, the I have no sympathy for the Celtics. I, I don't see that as a fluky win or anything. I thought the Raptors played pretty well. Um, you know, Pascal continued to struggle, but I thought Kyle Lowry played phenomenal in this game. Yeah, um, OG Fred and Obi also, obviously. Played yeah, Van Vliet played better this game. I, I felt like Pascal, while he struggled, he played better than the first two games. Yeah, in the second half, he kind of found something. I mean, he's, he has he has nothing solid against the Celtics defense. He's been getting some, you know, weird finishes with just his, you know, his strength and his athleticism. So he, he figured it out a little bit. But, you know, series-changing shot from OG. If you're a Celtics fan, are you worried at all? I mean, considering that I have money on the and Boston to win this series, I'm still not worried. Uh, I, you know, yes, I could see that being the argument made that that was a uh, a series, you know, motivation changing shot, uh, amazing shot, just uh, perfect execution. Uh, Love, you know, you found a really interesting tweet from Kurt Goldsberry on Twitter today talking about how. Kyle Lowry really used the the format of the bubble to be able to get enough distance back from uh you know Taco Fall who's what 7176 yeah they think 76 76 yeah uh yeah so uh Brad Stevens interesting move to put Taco Fall out there who hasn't played at all in this series and to uh, guard the inbound pass, and Lowry was able to throw it right over him to a wide open OG Ananobi. I don't know, like, what happened there? Was it because he put Taco Fall in that that kind of fucked up some kind of rotation? How did OG get that open? Yeah, the Celtics were in kind of like a hybrid zone type thing, so they weren't in a traditional pure man. I thought there was a little miscommunication on the backside. I mean, Similarly to the Raptors had went zone and Kemba had that insane drop pass to Tice on a on a miscommunication. But yeah, it looks like Tatum and Brown lost him on the backside. But like you said with, with that with that tweet, I mean, such a unique play in all respects. I mean, first you have the the alignment, like you said, Kyle Lowry had about a couple extra feet to move backwards from the line um, because there were no courtside fans right there. That allowed mm-hmm. him the angle to throw over Taco. 
even with the throw over Taco, it's he got so much velocity on that pass for the angle at which he threw it. I mean, he, he did have to lob it over Taco, but it got to OG in a split second, it felt like. And then mm. he didn't even load up his shot whatsoever. He caught it, you know, directly in the shooter's pocket, went straight up. Um, and even all that being said, Jalen Brown almost contested that shot. I mean, he was flying he out there. Yeah. yeah, he almost tipped it. So, you know, just an overall, every single element of that play was absolutely crazy. But like I said, I mean, if you're Boston, you if you give up that shot in that situation, I think you deserve to lose. Look, I, th- I thought the Raptors, you know, might have been the better team in this game. Obviously, you know, I thought Kemba was great. Kemba looks like the best player in this series, matter of fact. I mean, OG's been doing a good job on Tatum. NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, you get a share of $100 million in prizes once you enter the promo code SGP at DraftKings Free Survivor Pool. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code SGP to get on on all the action. Also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbooks with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co, promo code SGP20. Russell brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paper head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And we're brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with a promo code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP20. And finally, don't forget to sign up for our free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash contest. You know, going back to that last that last play, which is harder? Uh, Lowry's pass over Taco to get it with that much velocity or OG's uh, th- three-point shot? Which, which do you think is a higher degree of difficulty? I think the pass might have been a higher degree of difficulty just because, you know, like I said, he he basically had to lob it over Taco, but it felt like yeah. a bullet pass. So just the combination of those two, you know, putting those effects on the ball, definitely very impressive. But, you know, look, OG's jumper has looked good in the playoffs. I mean, he's a guy yeah. that you don't think of as a as a lockdown three-point guy, but, you know, he's 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 continued to hit shots in these playoffs and he he's looking like an amazing player for the Raptors. I mean, he's been great in this series and definitely, you know, we could talk more about the Celtics offense, I guess. I thought I thought he did a good job taking away Tatum. I think I think Kemba Walker is where this series starts and ends for the Celtics. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people tend to forget um before you know, before last season, you know, going into last season, a lot of people were picking OG Ananobi as the you know, going to be the coming breakout star on Toronto and then he got banged up and it ended up becoming Pascal Siakam. Uh, having the breakout year 
and you know, Ananobi he came back last season, but he was he then he got banged up again, so he was largely forgotten. He is a like a he has a crazy amount of talent, a crazy amount of athleticism, and a long body and a sweet stroke. That guy is gonna be dangerous moving forward. I mean, he did take a step forward this year. It wasn't a giant leap like Siakam, but um, yeah, I really like he and Siakam together going forward on this team. I think that they can really complement each other. Yeah, he he definitely is is looking like a, a stud, and you know, I believe. I don't think I don't think they've extended him yet, so that's definitely an interesting decision for Toronto in terms of what they do with their future. Um, I thought I, I retweeted a pretty funny thing that was going around on Twitter last night of uh, the Pat Pascal Siakam with the Lil Wayne saying, "I'm not a star." Somebody lied. Get it? I got a chopper in the car. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. That. Pascal Siakam is not a star. I mean, I continue to maintain that he 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 can't really get his own shot in from a skill perspective. Yeah. Um, but uh, so what, what what are we looking at as a line for game four? Looking at the line at Raptors giving up one and a half uh, right now. Um, you know, I oh actually I'm seeing no I'm seeing uh, it opened at Raptors giving up one and a half. It's now gone down to uh, only one point. So Boston getting one point. Um, yeah, you know I really feel like Kyle Lowry stepped up last night looked like you said that Kemba looked like the best player on Boston uh Lowry probably looked like the best player on the entire court wouldn't you say yeah yeah I mean both those guys I mean I thought they both play great and look I mean Kyle Lowry's ability to to hit threes off the dribble was big he had a couple um you know that they they weren't getting much else offensively besides Kyle and Fred uh you know getting to the rack obviously that sweet reverse layup by Fred mm-hmm. Van Vliet uh, in front of Tice to tie the game up before the uh, Kemba to, to Tice play. But, you know, keep in mind, the Celtics still cover the spread in this game. I think that was one thing that that, that kind of got lost in, in the hoopla over the OG shot that the Celtics covered. Um, yeah. So definitely it, a... It certainly didn't get lost on me because I picked Boston yeah. bet on them. And, yeah, I'm uh, saying more on, on Twitter and shit, <laughs> yeah. but... It definitely that that definitely is a, a great example of why if if you are taking the dog always take the points. Um, I know people always are are saying you know in my DMs or whatever. Oh, this team's plus one and a half. I'll just take the ML. Like, you know, it, it sounds good in theory, but 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 those points matter. And I always like to say you know it was within a possession. So you know if anyone who took Boston, you obviously much rather have plus two and a half or whatever it was than uh, money line. So. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back with Toronto in this game. I mean, um, 0 three against the spread got the outright win, but I liked what I saw. I think their defense continues to look really good in this series, um, and they continued to miss threes tonight. I mean, it, it wasn't like they, they they busted out of their offensive slump. So I still like that angle for a regression at some point. Um, I'm gonna take the Raptors in this game. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna blow anybody's mind. I've taken the Celtics every game I'm going to continue taking them they've won me the last three but just to recap real quick um, the last 10 games that these two teams have gone head to head uh, Boston is 7-3 and three straight up they're also they're 8-2 and two against the spread why would I not take Boston with those kind of numbers yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 I've been on the wrong side of this series. You've been on the right <laughs> side of this series, but I'm sticking to my guns. You know, 
the last two games, they, they've been 2-2 each in terms of winning quarters. That's been a stat I've been looking at a lot more recently, um, just to kind of get a feel for the game and, and you know, who was able to, to win each period. So you're looking at 4-4 four and four in, the last, in the last eight quarters here. Um, so I think this series has been dead even. I mean, the line is, the line is where it should be right around right around to pick them. These are very yeah. very competitive teams, and you know the coaching battle in this series has been great to watch for you know get a chance to really dive into you know the the that end of basketball. It's just been seeing the counter with Toronto going zone and Boston going zone and switching and not switching and you know what they're trying to do offensively. It's been really cool to watch, and both these teams are are very solid playoff teams. So fun series so far yeah really fun series uh high level of coaching probably the highest you know brad stevens and nick nurse arguably two of the best coaches in the entire league uh really you know interesting to see what they've been doing like i said i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna stick with the celtics plus one right now i'm seeing that sharp money is uh the early sharp money is uh pretty heavy on the celtics and public money very heavy on the celtics so you want to fade the public, go ahead and go with Zach and take the Raptors. Um, what do we have for a total? I am seeing 214. Um, BetQL likes the over three-star rating on that one. Uh, I would agree. Well, the public's pretty heavy on the over as well. What are you going to take, the over or the under on the total? Yeah, I would probably lean under. I gotta say, uh, I'm 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 two and zero in the last two games in this series, taking that Celtics team total under. Um, so, you know, Raptors zero and two ATS, but they're if you think about the team total as kind of the defensive portion of the, of that of that spread total battle, the Raptors defense has gotten it done, kept the Celtics under their team total. So I'll probably go under again. I mean, this game flow has been very very similar throughout this series. I mean, it's a physical grinded out series where definitely tough to get buckets in the second half so um you know i could see an offensive explosion happening at some point during this series so i, I see why betql likes that and and I, I don't blame anyone for going over but you know I, I think this this continues to be a slug it out series yeah i might go over just because i i do feel like the offense are on both sides are starting to find their stroke a little more but um yeah, I mean, who knows? It's is uh, certainly another must win for the Raptors. Um so they might step up the defense. Uh Celtics might get tight, but um let's see. I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm less I'm less sure about the over, but I'm definitely taking the Celtics plus 1. Moving on to our next game. Last night was game 1 of the Nuggets versus the Clippers. The Clippers were favored by nine, and they had no problem at all covering that spread. Uh, It was close in the first quarter, but then Clippers pretty much ran away with it. They were able to uh, go pretty deep into their rotation, too, giving their guys a lot of of breaks. Um, I don't know. What did you see? I know as the the true Jokic fan and and a, a... a, a new Nuggets fan, uh, you left your your Knicks for the Nuggets. Uh, why, you know, do they have any chance here? Yeah, I'm kind of kicking. I'm kind of kicking myself, and we didn't do it justice. I mean, it's on me, but that that definitely last night was a major schedule loss for the Nuggets. I mean, the, the Clippers were the right pick last night. I think you you were on them, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, and I, I, I regret taking the Nuggets. They they clearly did not have the legs to keep up for four quarters and make that a battle. So yeah. definitely in hindsight, I mean, I had said that, that if I was Nuggets, I would tank game one. I mean, they basically did, but they did it by trying. So you didn't get that much rest. Um, but Kawhi was absolutely unstoppable in this game. Obviously, 12 of 16 from the floor, only took two threes. The, 60, the, the Clippers scored 66 points in the paint this game. I mean, that's plus 26 on points in the paint. The Nuggets kind of lost their defensive mojo that they'd rediscovered late in that Jazz series. So they're going to have to refocus. I mean, I don't want to take away too much from this game because I do I do think that the Nuggets' lack of legs played a big role in it. Um, you know, Kawhi clearly is the best player in this series by far and doesn't look like he'll be stopped. You know, Paul George, 19 points, 6 of 13, so efficient. Didn't really pop off the stat sheet, but thought he was okay. Um, but yeah, Nuggets got to figure something out um, defensively. I mean, Jokic, Jokic was as bad as as he was in the beginning of that series in terms of manning the paint as a five man, and they need him to do something defensively so they can, you know, not play Millsap, not play Plumlee, and mm-hmm. and really space out the floor with, with Grant and Porter, and that and that was when they were at that best in the Jazz series. Yeah, um, I'm seeing the line right now for Game Two is set right at the same at minus nine um i'm gonna go ahead and stick with the clippers i i just don't think that the nuggets have any answer for uh for guarding Kawhi or paul george on the wings you know um and 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 you're right they just don't have the lay that was a very tough seven round you know seven game round one against the uh against the utah team that a lot of people were overlooking and 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 i think that maybe denver was even overlooking a little bit early on but uh they were able to battle back and win that i just don't see i i could see this game i could see this becoming a sweep real fast and i don't know i mean i'm 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 happy to give up the nine points again with the clippers yeah i mean I'm contemplating it. I think I think if you're the Nuggets, game two is obviously a must not a must win game, but they're gonna they're gonna come out with their best foot forward here. I mean, you if you go down two out of the Clippers, obviously you're going home, I think. Um but you know, I, I think I think Denver still they still have some offensive upside in this series. It just needs to be discovered now. You know, Jamal Murray is he hurt? I don't know, but he did not look explosive once again. Five of fifteen really struggled to, you know, do what, what what we've grown accustomed to do him doing in the first round off the dribble um, two of eight from three didn't get to the line that's that's not going to cut it um, but look I mean like but you isn't, said isn't Jamal Murray that kind of Jekyll and Hyde player I mean he might be legit injured but we've seen maybe not this to the level that he went to in round one but we've seen him be an amazing player and then just like have two horrible games in a row which is pretty much what's happened here yeah, I, de- I definitely think there's an element of that. I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. This was just game one. So if he comes back and has a big series from here, I, I think you can still say that he made a, a leap this 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 playoffs because obviously the heights he reached in the first series were incredible. But, you know, just going back to what you said about the Clippers' wings, I mean, Paul George, 6 of 13, Marcus Morris, 7 of 10, Kawhi Leonard, 12 of 16. So, I mean, they only, they only missed less than 10 shots between the three of them. So... You know, and you know, Jermichael Green even had a good game. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the Clippers really had that all you can eat forty one percent from three, eighty three percent from the line. Um, so look, you know, Denver's got their work cut out for them. 
think the best the, the best thing they can do is figure out a way to get their offense pumping because their offense is pumping. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be able to stop this Clippers team, but it at least gives them a fighting chance. So, you know, rediscover that Jokic-Murray pick and roll and just go to that all day, surround it with shooters and, and hope that you can get some offensive upside from Porter and Grant alongside that pick and roll. Yeah. Oh, do you have, if you were Mike Malone, uh, where, I mean, what's one, what's one weakness you would attack on the Clippers if you, if you could pick one? I mean, I, I would, I would continue letting Jokic, you know, go at Zubac. Jokic yeah. didn't play amazing. He, he had a couple that were like, he just absolutely toasted Zubac, but I would play through him and, and Look, the more you play through Jokic, that that allows Murray to get hot because it allows him to get easy buckets. I mean, Jamal Murray's not used to starting games off, you know, coming off a pick and roll and having to make something off the dribble. That's not really the player he's been in his career. So I would start with Jokic and and let him be a facilitator, let him cook one-on-one against Zubac, and then, you know, hope that he creates open looks for other guys and they can get their confidence going because I don't think Murray is going to be the offensive hub in this series that he was able to be against the Jazz where he was just going off the dribble. I mean, he can get to that late in the fourth quarter, but that's not who he's been in the first three quarters for most of his career. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so uh, I am leaning uh, Clippers minus nine. Uh, Sounds like you might still take Nuggets plus the points. Yeah, I might take Nuggets plus the points. And and I think, what's the total on this game? I'm not looking, sorry. Uh, sorry, I got it right in front of me. Uh, total is uh, two twenty-one and a half. So yeah, I definitely like that over. Um, I yeah. actually love that over. I, I like Nuggets team total over here. I think going back to what I was saying about the Raptors and their ability to stop Boston, I think this series is almost a polar opposite of that. I think the Nuggets can figure something out offensively here, but I still have no faith in their ability to stop the Clippers. So over two twenty-one, I think, is a good look. Or you know, whatever the Nuggets implied total off that is, I guess it's probably around, you know, 104 um, mm-hmm. if we're looking at a 10-point spread. So somewhere around 104, 105. I think they get over that. We see a high-scoring game too. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm definitely uh, more sure about that over than I am the bet on the uh, total for the Raptors-Celtics game. So definitely locking in uh over 221 and a half now actually i would lock that in now before the line moves any yeah um all right so uh tonight we have uh we th- we're recording this 4:30 eastern center time on friday uh in a couple hours we have the Milwaukee Bucks Miami Heat game game 3 uh that's definitely a must win for the Bucks, uh, so by the time you're listening to this, you'll know what happens there. Uh, I'm on the Heat. I think you took the Bucks, right? I took the Bucks, and I, and it's actually funny not to interrupt. But we were, we were we're not we're not planning on potting until Tuesday. But I was gonna say if the Bucks are going home over the weekend, which they they could be going home Sunday, we may have to you know come on here and give a little Bucks post mortem talk. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we also have the the game one of the Rockets Lakers tonight, which is uh, huge in our Slack channel. If uh, if if you're not already part of our uh, sports gambling podcast Slack channel, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Slack, or if you can't remember that, sg.pn slash Slack, and uh, yeah, get in on the Slack. We we we've had a ton of people come in on our Slack channel lately, 
and uh, lots of great bets. And uh, you know, our boy Munaf on on uh, on the NBA Slack, huge Rockets fan, and is really touting them against the Lakers. And I know that Zach has a, a pretty hefty wager against uh, the Lakers as well, right? Yeah, and, and it's actually funny. I'm I'm almost a little nervous just because of how much you know mojo there is in the slack for the Rockets. You know, we're yeah. gonna have either a great night tonight or or a you know communal uh, depression fest after that game. But you know, I just want to say with the slack. I mean, it's just fun to see the numbers trickle up every day. I mean, I, there were, we we've already we've gained a person in the last couple hours. That's one more person that's been checking out our stuff and getting involved. Yeah. And you know, we're not we're not me and Ryan. We're just you know. We're all about like connecting with people who want to listen to us, not all about fame or whatever. And, you know, we're just we're just here for uh, DJ Nation. So shout out not, to you guys. And not keep it me, up. man. I'm here for the fame. I, uh, <laughs> You're just doing it for the fame, man. <laughs> I'm doing all this for the fame, baby. I don't like basketball at all. Uh, no. Yeah, we're here. Uh, and uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I'm at the Ryan McKee. He is at NBA Zach B. Make sure to. Subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, make sure give us a give us five stars and uh, send me a screenshot of your review, and you will be entered for a free hoodie. Our boy Papa Kamas, he got his free hoodie, and uh, Sean. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but Sean Green even let him uh, spring for the personalization uh, on the back of the hoodie. He got he got Papa Kamas double uh, zero on the back of that. Pretty exciting. So. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, so Zach mentioned we're thinking about not recording a new podcast until Tuesday, maybe taking the long uh, weekend off, the you know long holiday weekend off. Um, but yeah, if if the Bucks are going home, we might have to jump on a podcast. But if you don't hear from us until Tuesday, make sure to check out our Twitter, check us out on Slack. We will definitely be putting up. Our picks every day on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, NBA picks, and I don't know. Uh, other than that, just have like a really safe weekend. Make sure to wear a mask, but have a good time. Uh, what do you got to say, Zach? Yeah, shout out to uh, Labor Day weekend, tour championship, NBA playoffs. You know, it's going to be great. I think, isn't the Kentucky Derby this weekend too? And the Kentucky Derby this weekend, yeah. So, yeah, should yeah. be a good one for DJ Nation. Uh, pour yourself a drink and. Enjoy the uh, the Labor Day weekend, uh, late summer holiday. Absolutely. <laughs> and I should, real quick, plug sportsgamingpodcast.com. We've got a couple of Kentucky Derby articles up there. Our, our boy Malcolm, who uh, picked the trifecta in the Belmont, he is back and he uh, has some great picks for the uh, Kentucky Derby. And he was also on Sports Gambling Podcast a couple episodes ago. So make sure to check that out if you want to put some bets on some ponies all right we will talk to you guys after the long weekend basketball give me give me give me the ball because i'm gonna